Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Genesis chapter 2, verses 5 through 9. In this passage, we have a zoomed-in picture of the creation of mankind. Genesis chapter 1 kind of gives you a flying overview overview of the day-by-day progression of creation. Uh, You have this morning and evening of each day, and you have different things being presented that are being created in succession. But then in chapter 2, we get the focus on the main player in the creation story, and that's the creation of man. And so today we, we focus in on the creation of, of Adam in particular. In verse 5 of Genesis 2, we're going to pick up there. This is the English Standard Version. When no bush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, as you keep reading, you realize a river flows from Eden. There is so much in this passage that really kind of lays the groundwork for many other places in Scripture. We'll see the tree of life come back again in the book of Revelation. You'll see a lot of these themes that begin here in Genesis chapter 1, 2, and 3 come to fruition throughout the entire biblical narrative. I tell people that really understanding Genesis 1, 2, and 3, just reading through it and having a basic understanding of what's being said, is really important to understanding the rest of the Bible. Just think of giant power lines that run through the Bible that connect And those power lines originate in this first part of Scripture, in this foundational passage. So we learn that we're created special. We learn uh, why the human condition is the way it is. In chapter 3, we'll read about the fall of man into sin, and that gives you uh, the the idea of the curse upon creation. Why do we have hurricanes and earthquakes and natural disasters, and why do we find sinful people that do evil things? We realize in Genesis chapter 3, there's the answer. That is why we're in the condition that we're in. But in today's reading, let's just zero in and think about what we're being told. And let's focus on the creation of man. Man is made from the dust. Adam's name, Adam, you could almost literally translate that as dirt man. Um, Adam comes from the ground. Uh, he comes from the earth. That's what he is made from. And then God breathes the breath of life into his nostrils. The Hebrew here is nishmath hayim, and this is Uh, The living breathing of God, the living breath of God is uh, breathed into the nostrils of Adam. So Adam is is not alive. He's just a a creation made from the dirt. But God breathes his life-giving life into him. And then Adam becomes a living creature. The word there is nefesh hayah. He becomes a living creature. So the living breath of God creates a living creature. So Adam has created this whole being. Uh, this enfleshed being, this physical being. And that was the original intent for God, that we as human beings with bodies, material stuff, would live in fellowship 
with him. But it will not be long before Satan comes along and derails that plan. God gives Adam and Eve the tree of life so they will live forever in his presence. They will never die. So they have eternal life because of the tree of life. But they also are given the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we'll learn later that they were commanded not to eat from that tree. And they disobey God and they take from something that they were not supposed to have. They reach out and they grasp and they try to take hold of what God had never intended for them in the first place. And that will cause the fall into sin. But I want you to think for just a minute. The Bible has places where Old Testament passages resonate in the New Testament. A New Testament writer will write something and expect you to think back to the Old Testament. So think about Adam. Adam is going to disobey God, and he is going to pass down the curse of death to all of us. All of us that are in Adam, all of us that are his descendants, will die a physical death because of his disobedience, because we have been deprived from the tree of life. He was thrown out of the Garden of Eden, so all that come from Adam had the specter of death hanging over us. But there is an answer coming, Jesus Christ. Jesus, who is the second Adam, he is the obedient man. He is the perfect man, where Adam was not the perfect man, where Adam was disobedient. Jesus will come and be perfectly obedient, and he will be obedient even to death upon a cross. I mean, you can see all kinds of resonances between the story of Jesus and the Garden of Eden. We have Jesus Christ in the garden, uh, sweating uh, great drops of blood, and we see part of the um, or, or drops like blood, and we see in the garden one of the curses was going to be that man would work by the sweat of his brow. And, and then one of the curses in the garden would be thorns and thistles, and we see Jesus takes on a crown of thorns. Jesus is taking on the curse that we deserve. Then Adam is disobedient as it comes to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, and Jesus is obedient to uh, take upon the tree of the cross to die for our sins. We'll realize, too, that in the resurrection account, it happens in a garden. And then Mary Magdalene thinks Jesus is a gardener. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. There's all kinds of connections between Jesus and Adam. But what we're seeing is that Jesus is the perfect Adam. Jesus was obedient. Jesus was obedient even to the point of death. And he won for us a victory over death. He was resurrected from the dead, never to die again. Then when we open up to John chapter 20, this is after Christ has been resurrected, after he's won this victory over death. We see in John 20, verse 22, it says he breathed upon his disciples, his followers, and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Now, Jesus, the second Adam, is giving us supernatural life, the life that has been taken from us. We also realize later uh, in Romans 8 that the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead, that brought him back from the grave, will bring us back from the grave, that spirit that he gives us. And also in 1 Corinthians 15, that the new bodies that we'll receive at our resurrection, they are powered by God's Spirit. So the Holy Spirit will come into us when we become Christians and give us supernatural life. So the second Adam gives life. The first Adam gives us death. So we can be thankful for Jesus, the new Adam, who is obedient, who is perfect, gives us the breath of life, the Holy Spirit uh, that gives us supernatural life. So with that in mind, let's go back and read our passage one more time. Genesis chapter 2 verses 5 through 7. When no brush of the field was yet in the land, and no small plant of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the land, and there was no man to work the ground. And a mist was going up from the land, and was watering the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed the man of dust, 
from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living creature. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he put the man whom he had formed. Out of the ground the Lord God made to spring up every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good of e- good and evil. Well, I hope this reading has encouraged you. I hope if you are in Jesus Christ that you realize the supernatural life that Christ has given you. And he gave it to us because he was the perfectly obedient son of God. He was the second Adam that took on the curse for our sin and gave us eternal life. I hope you have a great day and I hope to see you back again tomorrow.